0: I'm breaking them chains and I'm up on a roll. The same kind of chains kept me down in a hole If you feel the pain, then you feel in my soul When I say chains, I ain't talking about go. i talking about chains like the lock on the door I'm talking about chains like my stories story's told. I try to make chains with the life that I own So when I say chains, I ain't talking about funny Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, that new song. I'm not even sure if that song's out yet. I don't, is, I don't think it is, man. I don't think it is. Guys don't know that's a long cut. Yeah. Um. He'll actually be in the office today. Is that me? Am that I is, dinging, dude? No, you're oh, dinging, bro. Out of the gate, man. I hope it's what I want it to be. <laughs> um. Nope. Uh, I was hoping it was two of my homeboys that sent me a video earlier. I was gonna play their next video. Yep. yeah. Yep. Podcast. My. Sounds like an old squeaky bed because <laughs> we're getting down today. I man. know we are get, oh, yeah, we're getting was, down. We're getting down. I was about to say that's why it sounds like we're doing something right here because we're getting oh, down funny. and dirty. But I hope no, you guys man. are watching
1: the video version of this. So Long Cut's got that new song here. coming
0: out, new album coming out. I'm so excited for that, man. And um, JT's coming in and yep. he'll be doing some some work and he needs some, some space to get creative and, and just kind of be in his world. So he's going to be. Taking up some space in our in our new pad to um to do that and how cool is that?
1: He's good vibes, man. I like him.
0: I just like the fact that he wants to be around. You yeah, know, yeah, we uh, get it. Uh, around here, for good dudes and good energy where he can just kind of compartmentalize and just get off on his own to, yep. to create. You know, and I'm like, I I feel super proud that we're in a place where we just have space for that. And it's like, yep. man, I, you know, and it's like, nope, you're the homie. Come come roll through, and I'm so excited for that. And we'll leave it th- at that. But um, man, we got a good one today. And I the couple notes I I wrote was like, uh, be vulnerable, be open. Um, but you know, but carry weight with what you say. And mm-hmm. there's a couple of things. And excuse me for my mic. There's a couple of things. We got a new mic, is what this is. We have a couple guests coming on next week. Mm-hmm. Two of them at the same time, so we had to buy another mic, get a fourth one. Well, these awesome mics that we got, they now ro- uh, rode updated to this mic. And I'm like, well, I want the new mic, <laughs> of course, not because yeah. I want the new mic. I got to test the new mic today to make go. sure it's going well. There you go. So if it's not, we can make adjustments so we're prepared for guests on Monday. But uh, um, real quick, if yep. it's your
1: first time listening, guys, welcome to the. Day One Dollar Zero Podcast. Um, you guys probably came here for Will Grimes. If you stumbled across <laughs> us, Definitely if not. you stumbled across us, uh, Will Grimes is your host. I am your co-host. And what do we talk about on Day One Dollar Zero? Man, Let's you give only say your co-host, rundown.
0: so you don't have to take any liability. Yeah, you taught me. You show. taught me that, not bro. You're you humble. taught me that. <laughs> not because you're humble.
1: It's a lesson right here. We're going to talk book. about
0: that today too. Yep, um, yep. No, man. You know what we should probably do is just have a have an intro before we start running our mouth because I just love getting right into it. So um we're gonna get right into it. this is a podcast for entrepreneurship and business and life and you know it's got an emphasis to business Mm -hmm. um because you know that's what we do man that's our backbone that's everything that that provides for our family and I do think a lot of who you are as a person bleeds into that obviously but um the podcast is primarily for just betterment of self Mm -hmm. business and just our lane so not saying that we have all the answers or, or anything crazy like that but just what works and what doesn't work and we're just gonna get right into it too, and again, being vulnerable today, kind of being open-minded and talking. But I've had a, I've had a couple of conversations, not too, not too, you know, pretty close, and they're not negative, but they're just conversations that are having to happen. <clears throat> and we've got a good buddy we've been working with, um, that's been a, a real a really good dude for us super recently, and man, he's really good at knowing who he is. He's really good at what he can commit time to and dedicate to, and he's okay when he can't, you know, mm-hmm. and like. I'm starting to learn that like saying no or not being able to commit to certain things isn't a bad thing, but that's where you have Mm -hmm. to gauge it because are you giving yourself an out or do you really have to dedicate and commit time to different things and here's what I'm in something for, Mm -hmm. here's what I can do, and then if it's anything in excess of that, I'm not in it for that, either because it doesn't fit my goals or it does fit my goals, but maybe it's just way more than it's than Mm -hmm. needed. Even if it
1: is giving yourself an out on something,
0: but I don't mean, I mean like if you're going to say you don't have time for something, but you actually do have the time for it, you just don't want to fucking do it. You need to say that. So what I'm saying is Mm -hmm. like, are you giving yourself an out or Hey, are you getting dialed in and knowing what you can commit and can't commit time to because you're getting super assertive and dialed in on who you are and getting what you came for Mm -hmm. out of what you're doing and being able to compartmentalize and then execute. And the one thing, and this is not, this is not a brag. This is actually fear. Um, we are hitting a level of business where we don't have that many people around that can relate. And I don't mean money. I don't mean someone's, you know, hey, we're making more money mm-hmm. than everyone. Like, there's, we've got friends in real estate that work probably two and a half hours a day that make a couple million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. That's not our model. They, they own different stuff and do different things, and they're awesome people. So there's some things we can go to them for. The amount of work ethic— and just hustle that we have going on right now, and, and where this thing is scaling, and who we've partnered with, and what's going on. There's just not that many people, and this is even prior to just people we've linked up with this past month. Just the pace that we've been running, and what we, what you and I have chose to build, and our building is huge, right? And there's just there's there's a lot to that, and you know the the number one thing is like, not the number one thing, but one of the big things is like we just don't have. What's Eli doing right now? I'm trying to talk, and Eli is. Is your camera off? No, it's not awesome. So Eli didn't plug in his camera. Jesus fucking Cromany! <laughs> All right, I gotta look at you to talk. I can't have you running around. <laughs> Don't edit it out. Just know, people. Hey, we're still <laughs> learn- doing our thing, but there's a little bit of fear, and I I enjoy the fear, and fear fuels me. But mm. there's there's still fears that may. But the biggest thing is like the the direction we chose to go and the level in which we're choosing to scale and the, the just what we choose to want to do and who we're doing it around like we don't have many people we can talk to mm-hmm. in business about the business and i don't think most people realize and this is again this isn't a brag this is just context i don't think people even folks that are super close to us have any idea what our 6am to 11pm looks like no and then i'm going to say those hours and people are going to think i'm full of shit and i'm telling you right now 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., you don't know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you have to be us. I'm not saying that you have to do it like us. I'm just saying, like, people don't understand everything of what's going on, which means they're going to be limited Mm -hmm. in understanding what you can commit and not commit to. Yeah, because
1: you can't expect them to understand. Nor nor do they need to understand. But at the same time,
0: here's where I'm a little vulnerable. I don't mind when people bust my balls, but when there's, like, a hint of truth behind it and you're not just busting my balls, you're kind of, like, throwing a jab, but you're disguising it as a joke, and I kind of know what you're doing, it can be bothersome for me. Mm-hmm. Because that, especially with people I respect, because then it's like, hey man, art, do you think I'm giving myself an hour? Or, hey, do you think I'm not committed? Like, you know. So we're we're gonna talk about some of those things today. You mm-hmm. know, and I'll give a couple mm-hmm. of examples. And one thing I want to to talk about today too, and it's it's related, but it's not directly the same as getting what you came for. So we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about Diesel mm-hmm. Day, something that we did together, some challenges we had to adhere to, not excuses. And this is also something, man. Like, you gotta and, and I'm, I'm getting a little worn out on that when people don't have excuses. You got to l- learn how to have a conversation with yourself and, and be able to have that honest conversation and realize that they're not excuses. There are ailments or there are factors that play into an execution. And it's about getting better. But it's also knowing like, you know, like for example, Conor McGregor goes into a fight and he blows an ACL two weeks prior to a fight. Is it an excuse to lose the fight? No. But what's his ability in the ring? Is it going to be limited? Yeah. So, again, like, don't, if, hey, if you lose the fight, you lose the fight. If you win the fight, you win the fight. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, he can't execute certain moves if he doesn't have a fucking ACL, if there's right. certain things going on. I'm, so, I'm just using this as like a correlation to get you guys some context on what I'm talking about. So, there are factors that play out. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be able to assess those things in real time and just, again, like, Do the best that you can with what you have at the time that you have it and get what you came for out of that experience or that out of that endeavor, out of that relationship. And then you've got to be able to take that and move on. And a lot of a a lot of times I think people don't do well at having a conversation with themselves. And I'm almost afraid to even talk about having the conversation with yourself because you got a lot of like alphas out there nowadays or a lot of people that are over indexed in one lane. And if I'm going to talk about that lane where they're over indexed and super strong, it's real easy for them to say you're making excuses Mm -hmm. because you're talking about their wheelhouse, right? Like if you talk to your personal trainer at the gym and, hey, maybe you're sore, maybe something's going on, like, hey, you're just, that's an excuse. You got to push through it, but you can't even get your personal trainer to understand business 101. Even though he's asked you for help, you can't even get him to, like, do the first fucking thing, yet you're putting all this work over into his world. And when you're talking in a world where people are super strong, It's real easy to call it an excuse or this or that or that or this. But then when that person's not in their wheelhouse, they're not even half as productive as you are in theirs that they are in yours. And that's a problem for me. Mm -hmm. Not a problem personally. Not a problem toward my ego. Not a problem like I'm mad at somebody. But there's friction there. And it's not with that person. It's with myself. And what am I trying to get from that person? Like, where does that person value me? Right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, that lets me know right away the conversations I should and should not be having with you. Mm -hmm. That's also an indicator of you got to know what you're there and what, you, what, you're going, what you're trying to get out of it and what you came for. And you also have to understand the nature of conversations and relationship you have with that person. Mm-hmm. And if that person can't understand it, and this isn't anybody specifically. I'm kind of getting on a tangent to give an example here. So we'll get more specific here in a second. But you got to be so okay with yourself and knowing, hey, am I giving myself an excuse or am I giving myself an out? And <clears throat> how well am I managing my time? My goals, the execution of both, mm-hmm. and hey, if somebody <laughs> wants to say something or not think that you're fully committed to something, like they probably don't have enough context on everything that mm-hmm. you're doing, and it's what their their opinion of you is none of your business. You've got to stay dialed in with what you're doing, and you have to have integrity with yourself, knowing you're doing all you can with what you have and the time that you have it in order to execute. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Hundred so, yeah. percent. I've got a couple examples that I'll give, but I want to let you kind of yeah,
1: and and just to give a little bit of. Uh, and my context here to some of your comments, like I think it really comes in different phases because if you're at a phase, like let's say where you are asking for someone's help, you are putting yourself in their arena intentionally, right? If you don't have any experience in that arena, if you don't have enough context to even know yourself, if you haven't put yourself through enough challenging situations to understand what am I in this for, who am I, what what have I come here to get, then everything that Will's saying, you kind of got to scratch that for a little bit because you, you have to be able to apply some things. That you have to be able to learn yourself first. And if, you, if you're not even at a place to where you haven't challenged yourself enough, you haven't had enough experience, maybe you're 19 years old and you haven't done shit, right? That was me when I was 19. I didn't play sports. I didn't do anything. I had to more or less put myself in that student role and just shut, shut the fuck up for a while to really learn the things that Will is talking about here.
0: So, for example, right, I've got a really good close buddy of mine literally my fame my my favorite human love him you mm-hmm. probably you know we'll leave it at that because like the, per- the the who i'm, speaking I'm assuming of, it's uh, not me fuck no <laughs> <laughs> thanks for keeping it light-hearted no man he's great and um i was speaking to him about some fitness and and, uh, and the rower right and um hey man like i've never used a rower until uh, until diesel day and you know i enjoyed it and Feels like I'm athletic and man, I'm just too heavy to be running around. But I need something for cardio, and I'm not. I knew I knew me. I'm not going to do the stairs. Yeah, I'm not a stair stepper guy when it comes to getting cardio in for my fitness. And here's how. Here's my thought on that. You don't have to, but what are you going to do? Same same way I treat my kids. Okay, you're not going to eat broccoli. Okay. Well, what are you going to eat? That's green and dense with nutrients. You want asparagus, spinach. What? Like you don't have to eat broccoli, but what are you going to eat? It's like just you know. So same thing, man. Like, and I'll get into like where. Me coming to some conclusions of just getting back into cardio where it came from, but I was talking about it. I n- never even used a rower until you and I were on a diesel day, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, absolutely, man." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about ordering one." And he's like, "Well, they're on—you b- you can't even get one. They're like six months out." But hey, take one of mine. When I have an event and bring it back up, I and mean, hey, you know, then take it back when we're done. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, man, you know, I'll help you out a little bit and like kind of show you some form and just make sure that you're doing things well. And hey, I'll, I'll throw you some stuff to get you going. Cool." So we do some form that night, and then um, you know, I, I get home. I think it was like the, the, you know, the next day or something. It was like, hey, do a do a thirty minute row, you know, and um, just just kind of gauge and see where you're at. And the conversation that we had, it was like, my goal, and I was explaining my goal of like how I wanted to use the row. We're like, yeah, man, maybe a couple times a week, and but just use that for some of my cardio. And hey, my goal is weight loss, right? Like I've got a ton of muscle, and cool and that was fun but it's just mm. not functional man and like you know like i also gained a good amount of fat while i was doing that right and but my the majority of my life man minus the the past 3 4 years has been super lean and functional mm. so i i after doing like diesel dance i just want to get back into that so i've got a goal of like hey first thing i just need to lose weight i don't need to worry about being some superhero or some super athlete i just need to lose weight and hey that's my goal so i'm going over diet prep and looking at test levels and everything and just kind of like doing it and but, hey, he's got a rower. Yeah, dude, I'll help you out. Well, those workouts, he started throwing me. Every time I would complete something, he would give me another one. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'd complete that, do the best I could. He'd send me another one. And I don't know when they end. Yeah, yeah. And I also don't know how time-consuming they start getting. Shut up and row, right? Sure. I didn't know that I was asking for that. So that's my fault. If I wasn't clear with what I was talking about, I thought, hey, you're let me borrow your rower? You're going to give me yeah. some pointers. I didn't know I was going to be getting put on a, on a workout split. Now you're now my trainer, yep. you know, and like, but the problem is he's one of my favorite humans and I don't know how to say that. Yep. Right. So I have to learn how to have that conversation. Right. So, because it's like, no, I'm going to use a rower and I'm going to do that. But Hey, here's my day, you know, here's what I'm doing. And, he, and here's the hour I commit to my training every day. I wake up here. I do this with kiddos here. Mm-hmm. I get to the gym here. I do 45 minutes of my training session, and they're more supersetted now, or uh, or excuse me, um, yeah, supersetted mm-hmm. with different workouts to keep the heart rate up. And it's, I'm still having days where I lift heavy because you want to keep the muscle dense, right, and you don't want to lose strength. But then there's also stuff where it's higher rep and get you, getting your heart rate going. And then I've got a 15-minute window for HIIT cardio. I had to dedicate to that and what I was doing man like I was getting frustrated as he would send me more workouts I was getting frustrated because he's my favorite human So of course I want to crush the workout He just sent me but some of them are 30 minutes 37 minutes 52 minutes and I kind of voiced my opinion a little bit i was like, oh man, like I'm just trying to lose weight. He's like He's like hey dude. Yeah This is gonna increase your capacity and you're gonna lose weight like and he was right on all Mm -hmm. facets What I should have been saying was like hey here's here's the real problem with it, you know, and I don't do well if I can't see the direction. So if you just send me workouts to work and I don't know the next workouts Mm -hmm. that are coming, I struggle with that because I don't have an unpredictable window that I can just move around. I don't. I have Mm -hmm. this right here. But here's my deal. I'm also okay with that because the biggest benefit I've had this entire time, and you've seen it, prepped food. Mm -hmm. Yep. Weight training doesn't make you bulky. Your Mm -hmm. stupid-ass diet does. Yeah, 100%. So. You know, getting my test levels and everything monitored and looked at. And cool, I'm dialed in there. I've got my prep food, and, like, I'm down 14 now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing sled pushes. I'm doing some sprints because, hey, after losing some weight, I feel better kind of sprinting. Yep. So, cool, I kind of like that. That's actually a little bit fun for me. Cool, and then I'm still using the, the, the rower. Now, I'm not sending my workouts to my buddy because it's not the workout he sent me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be disrespectful, but at the same time, I get more frustrated thinking about the workout than just doing the damn workout because I don't have the time. And yeah. here's my problem. If the last workout I just did was 54 minutes, then he sends me another one that looks like it's about 34 minutes, I don't know what the next one's going to be or the next one or the next one, so I can't put it into where I
1: need it. You can't it. plan your weights around it. You can't and plan your day. And here's my thing. I yep. also
0: don't need to to hit the goals that I want right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, one day, would I love to have more capacity on a rower and, like, and, and train to row the world? Maybe. But right now, that's not my goal, and I'm getting a ton of stuff that's, yes, it's more than going to help me accomplish my goal, but it doesn't fit my window either. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's over-indexed for, because yeah. I can accomplish my goal of weight loss and, and looking aesthetically pleasing and, and, and accomplishing my goals without doing that much on mm-hmm. row, mm-hmm. and I almost get more stressed out and more frustrated because it's, vi- saying it to you, saying it to my mom, saying it to anybody, like, yeah, I just can't fucking do that. Mm-hmm. I got, here's my time for hit cardio. Here's what my training looks like, and if it doesn't fit, I can't I can't put it in there. And I, well, because it's my favorite human, I don't want to say that to him. Yeah, I want to crush the workout. So I've been, I, I yeah. battle that. You yep, know, yep. Dude, and let me just be full full transparency, right? He's a fucking amazing guy. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be mad at me or upset or anything. This is 100% the weight I put on myself. Yeah, This is not about the person, yeah. and that person's hard to talk to, that person's... No, this is 100% me battling... No matter what that guy tells me, I want to perform.
1: Self-imposed. Even yep. if it
0: doesn't fit, you know what I mean? Like, and again, it's like, well just and then here's now here's the thing. Well, just fit it in, Will. No. It's not just fit it in, Will, because that is counterproductive and it takes away from everything else that you and I have doing. And I can't. And it's because if I start doing it there, where else am I going to start over indexing that takes away from the overall goal? Because dude, we've got business goals. I've yeah. got goals as a dad, I've got goals and yep. like everything. If I Right now, if my 15-minute hit cardio plus my training session is getting me to my goal to where I have, and I'm accomplishing what I need to accomplish within the hour I can give it, why do I need to give it 90 minutes? Why do I need to give it two hours? Could you? Yeah. But it's going to take away from something else, and it's going to fuck with you. And it's not even just about that thing. It's that you just let that in. You just let that thought in. And then where else do you start bleeding time? And then before you know it, no, you're not organized. No, you're not committed and super intentional with clear direction on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, so I, I have to have that conversation. You so know, this
1: is, let me jump in here real quick. Cause yep. this is something real quick. I want people to really think about, man, because you like making the decision to say no there. Um, man, wh- what people have to realize is when, whenever you're setting a goal for yourself, it's really important to understand that, Hey, we've got 100% energy. Period. Hundred percent energy. Whenever you're putting more attention in somewhere else, it just it comes from s- something else has to give, right? Yes. So with with you saying that you can't, what what you mean by that is, yes, we fit, I won't. We won't. I won't. But also. Wh- that weight loss is not your absolute
0: number one top no, no. priority. Go even further because I'm losing the weight though. You are. So that's the thing is like I don't need more rower. That oh, you're 100 percent right. You see what I'm saying? Like, am I going to increase my capacity in different things and can I perform? Absolutely. I'm not saying anything he's sending me is negative or counterproductive. No, no, no. The only reason it becomes counterproductive is because it starts taking away time from other things that I'm doing. Which, and you got to learn this as a yeah. person because you, if you know, like, you can take that as like, ah, you're giving yourself an out. No, no, no. I'm giving myself an in. Me allowing myself to work out more, maybe I'm dodging the work I don't want to do. You ever think about that? How much do you actually get after the shit you're supposed to be doing? I got a lot of friends that are great at working out, but I can't get them to make a fucking Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey. It's obviously not a priority. Don't allow your yeah. strength to be yeah. this security blanket either. Yep, yep. Okay, yep. your strength is fitness or mental toughness or and then vice versa, just because you're super great at business does not mean you should not be taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Don't allow your strength to be your security blanket with attacking everything else you should mm-hmm. be attacking because you desire and you want it for yourself. Right? And the hard part is when you're talking to someone when that is their strength, of course they can tell you, like, "And no, this person did not say anything bad to me. I'm just speaking to some other examples I'm going to give. This was self-imposed of just me mm-hmm. having a hard time not having that conversation, you know. And then like I'll, we'll text back and forth, and then he'll bust my balls. And then the whole thing about busting balls, there's truth behind it. And I can, f- in my assumption, like, hey, someone can kind of joke and like it's lighthearted, you know. When, you know when someone kind of throws like a, a a dick jab, like mm-hmm. it's a joke, but there's a little truth there, like you know they're they're kind of taking a stab. Yeah. And it's like, cool, noted. I don't stab you. Yeah. You are completely over-indexed, and there's some things you said you're going to do. you're you, you're not even trying them. At least I'm, but again, no, that's an assumption. And you're not giving benefit of doubt to people. And you mm-hmm. should be pointing those fingers back at yourself because it could completely not be true. But there's a pinch of like, hey, are they just joking or are they taking a jab? And when, and, but here's the deal. If I feel someone's taking a jab, we're going to get into this too. Getting what you came for out of re- relationships. You've got to be clear and concise with them too. Mm-hmm. If you feel someone's taking a jab, have the conversation. Just have the conversation and let someone know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Right, And if they're not doing that, do will respect it. being polite, having the conversation, giving benefit of doubt to that person, but just still voicing yep. how something made you feel. You're not a bitch. You're not a pussy. You're not a whatever. No, man. Like, if yeah. anything, you have a backbone. You have self-respect. If you're feeling a pattern or a discomfort and you feel like you've got enough yep. relationship with that person to have a conversation, it's not awkward. It's not toxic. It's all in how you approach it. And if that person yep. is, is who you think they are... And they're a decent person, they're more than okay to have the conversation. As long as you're not
1: having an emotional overreaction. Correct. Yeah. As long as you're not having it's that all in how you approach um, it. but just to touch on those goals real quick here. Um, like for me, I'm going through that with jujitsu right now, to where as bad as I want to go and train five days a week and do all this shit and it's like, Man, I've been a blue belt for three fucking years. Like, god damn, and <laughs> like, so far to go. But my goal right now isn't to get like isn't to get a black belt again Get what you
0: came for so if we're talking about fitness if we're talking about an endurance race if we're talking about a a business camp you know Mm -hmm. a a conference or something that you go for like are you really dialed in on your own goals and who you are as a person because if you're not you're not going to get what you came for and my thing Mm -hmm. dude like you know how many times i've heard people tell me like in in regards to working out or like when we've done like fitness challenges like i just got to go to that dark place you know i'm just I was talking to another buddy last night about yeah. that, and it's like he had a good he had some good insight because he's like, man, I think people say that they're regurgitating someone else who has yep. said that yep, yep. that maybe does go to a dark place. This person just doesn't really know how to articulate or what they're looking for, mm-hmm. so they just kind of like regurgitate it. But it's like, I don't really know what that means. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know if I go dark. I don't because I don't really know if I have enough context on how someone's using it and how I see it is completely subjective to how mm-hmm. somebody else sees it, and how I see it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. to how someone else sees that. I just don't know if I have enough for where I've heard it. With all due respect, right, I haven't spoken to those people enough to really figure out what they're trying to say when they say that to even comment, yeah. but I've heard it, and I think my buddy had a, had a great correlation with how he explained that last night, but the bottom line is, and let's use this, right? <clears throat> let's use Diesel Day, and I'm going to kind of, well, I don't want to give away that event, no, let's not. Let's not, because I don't want to be giving away we events use, or how we can
1: it can use any endurance event or any... No, but it's wh- how I tackled yeah, that yeah, specifically, yeah, right? Yeah. So,
0: all right, let's, I'll use it without giving away some stuff, right? But the bottom line is you got to know who you are, and you got to know what you're, what you're going there for, right? So I'm really good at picking up weight and then putting it down, mm-hmm. right? I'm heavier, got a good amount of body fat, eat a bunch of junk, lift a bunch of heavy weight. Yeah, man, I got super big and super strong, and I could lay down and bench press a lot. Not saying that to brag, just saying, like, context, that's where I was at. So I decided to do an endurance thing, right? Well, and this is, like, something that you and I were, were battling before because you and I were going to go together, right? And that was super important that you and I were doing it together. <clears throat> well, about what? Was it two months prior to the event? Yeah. I pinched my sciatica nerve pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Not an excuse, okay? But it fucking is what it is. So I pinched that nerve pretty good, and I'm trying to do all I can to, like, be able to walk and then, you know, be able to, like, try to walk without a limp or, you know, certain things. And the reality of it was, hey, half my butt and part of my hamstring and half of my foot, it was either painful or could not feel, right? So, there's some things there. And then, depending on how I would move, like, and if you've ever pinched your sciatica, you, you, you kind of know yeah, like, it's it kind of a nightmare. And it's kind of a make it or break it. You need, a, you need to heal that thing or, or, you know, if you can make it worse, you end up getting back surgery. I'm fine. So, let's not go down that road. But the bottom line was, we do this endurance race, okay? Not race, challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's several different events, and you're going to go for 24 hours nonstop, right? Well, the one thing that I probably could have done better than some folks is pick up weight. But the weight we were picking up (coughs) had to be overhead, correct? On your shoulder, on your head, on your other shoulder, carried in front of you. And it was super, the weight was just awkward in how it had to be carried, and it was super taxing on the lower back for me, right? And I could feel it big time Mm -hmm. carrying it once around that two Mm -hmm. and a half around the the obstacles you had to take this thing around. I could feel it, and I had to make this decision of, like, here's the deal. I loved going to that challenge. I got a business to run. Mm -hmm. I got a family to run. I got things to get done, and I have obligations outside of this thing. And then someone in that world that does that world for a living, no one said this to me, but hypothetically someone could say, when you're there, you just got to be there. Yeah, and I also could have ignored some things and then – Blew my fucking back out, need back surgery, and then not complete the twenty-four hours. Maybe I only make it twelve hours. But what am I going to sit there and like puff my chest because I like man, nah, I just went to I broke. It didn't feel good. Now it was painful throughout the duration, but some things carrying that weight, I could. It's different. Mm-hmm. And I think you, if you've been an athlete, or if you've lifted before, you know. Or, <laughs> or Whoa, if you, yeah. Or yeah. you know, you yeah. know what's okay to do, yep, and you know, yep, like, yep. nope, that ain't okay. Yep. Well, here's what's here's what sucked, but here's what was a blessing. Here's how I got what I came for. The one thing I could have done was carry big weight. Well, nope. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of that. Dude, I'm the guy that can bench 405 on an incline bench for four or five reps. I'm the guy that could do the 495 bench. Cool. (laughs) Be proud. Whatever you want to be proud of. Okay, but then, like, I go there, and the one thing I probably could have done decent is the one thing I couldn't do or decided not to do. It hit my ego. It hit my pride, if it's different than ego. And it's something that was I could not ignore, that I had to watch everybody else excel at, but still be firm in my decision mm-hmm. to not fuck myself mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. And that and I still stand by it. Even, I've had plenty of time to think about it and I still stand by it. But it hurt my feelings, it hurt my ego, it hurt my pride. Not but I I I encouraged everybody of what they were doing. But I also was like, you know what, Will? The one thing you are kind of good at laying down and lift lift lifting weight or whatever Mm -hmm. is the one thing that you can't excel at here okay that's a sign man Yep. That hey you know what maybe that's your key right there so what i did was i tried to just do that uh, that trail even more speed yeah speed but 10 laps was equal to one with with a plate so please understand you're just going to get smoked in points right but again all those feelings
1: that you felt weren't Feel, weren't wasn't anything anyone was imposing on nope. you. It wasn't anything from the outside. Again, it was just that self-imposed, like
0: ah, oh, fuck.
1: Like yeah, there's this you thing that's yeah. I'm, that- I'm
0: not gonna sit there and and then be ignorant and ignore certain things because, dude, I know the difference between pain and injury. Mm-hmm. I've been around long enough. I've done enough, and I don't need somebody to question me. I nobody comes with me. So, mm-hmm. but we're just speaking here. I don't need someone to question me of whether I know. If I'm pushing myself or not. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm pushing myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I know injury and I know pain. I know where I know where to leave something alone. Yeah. And I left it alone. Yep. But hey, it was so good for me to watch and encourage everybody else who could go mm-hmm. crush that event knowing I was just going to be at the bottom with fucking points, right? And that,
1: that is one thing with athletes that I feel like everyone can... If you're an athlete, they're yep. relating to what you're saying, and it's like you do know that feeling of, like, hey, no, I can't I can't fucking squat like that, or I can't do this, or I can't do this. And
0: it's not an excuse. It just is nope. what it is, dude. Yep, yep, yep. If Conor McGregor blows an ACL, he's going to go to the fight. He's going to be there. I was in the fight. Yep. I didn't quit on you. We agreed to do Diesel Day together. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit on you. I didn't quit on anybody else. I did not take my spot. I went there and, and had my efforts to be the best version of myself with what I had at the time. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, that's what I—I I, I didn't need to pick up weight and, and show off some form of strength. All the other events that were like body weight and some, type, some form of cardio, it was like, ooh, mm-hmm. when's the last time you did that, fat boy? <laughs> and guess what? You're going to do nothing but body weight and yeah, all these yeah. other ones because you can't do that. And when you are doing that one, you're going to have to go even quicker to just try to get some points out of it. Yeah. It became—I had to face— everything i was not doing when it came to cardiovascular and ignoring diet because then all the other stuff starts to come in your head about like cardiovascular and why it's healthy body weight movements and why it's important to be good in functional body weight movements cardiovascular no you're not watching your diet it, everything started to be ex- i exposed myself to me mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and you'll know you were there i didn't use headphones at all yeah part of it was when i made that decision it was like hey i don't need to put on headphones and distract myself with the Joe Rogan podcast or rap music. No, I'm going to be here for this duration in this competition and do the best that I can mm-hmm. with who I am right now. And I'm going to face all of the things that are pissing me off about myself right now. And then when we were done, we got right into 75 hard. I start looking at my diet. I start prepping some food. I get even more dialed in now. And I it, that diesel day is serving a purpose to me right now. Still. I got like, it was like, hey, you can't pick up that heavyweight. You can't. Nope. You got to do everything that you that you don't do or suck at right now, mm-hmm. and you're gonna face that, and then you're still gonna push 24 hours with integrity to do the best you can at these things, and have enough integrity and 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 kindness to still encourage everybody else who you already know is gonna beat the shit out of you, because of how the points were structured. Not carrying that plate, you're done. It, uh, you're done. You're done. You have to do 20 laps mm-hmm. to yeah, equal right. two. <laughs> yeah. Not okay. Yeah. Without the plate, you're yep. done. Yeah. So. You, I needed that. I mm-hmm. needed to still encourage others, be positive toward them, while literally handling how I was hating myself. Because, dude, here's the bottom line. I am athletic. I have been shredded my, for the majority of my life. And th- those things, that Diesel Day type stuff, I thrive at. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. But I, it exposed some things that I just. And Diesel Day was loud enough, it kept me moving forward with yeah. prepping my diet, rolling out. Mm -hmm. taking care of your muscles, not just working them out, right? Like a lot of things that are now productive to me and now I'm continuing to lose weight, right? And so I got, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like the way I processed that obstacle of not being able to do something, the way it processed in my mind and the way I still went about the best version of myself and how I could do Mm -hmm. it, I got what I came for and that event is still pushing me to this day, if that makes sense. Where do you think
1: the the obligation for you to... Perform to that person in, in the initial story that you were telling, mm-hmm. and the obligation for you to uh, like prove yourself that you can carry the weight and all that stuff. And then history y- is that what yeah, it is? And he's a part of the Marine Corps command well, staff. <laughs> well, and so it, a lot of
0: it just comes from like that's it, just been embedded in me with that, with the, the relationship of that person. That person didn't put it on me, the yeah. Marine Corps does. If you got a commanding officer. You're there to perform, man. So, like, it's, again, it's has, it has zero to do mm-hmm. with him. It has everything to do with me and the nature of where I first began a relationship with him. Yeah, so
1: so if it weren't him running the event and stuff like that um, with, like, that weight, would you still have been, like, well, beating yourself was, up for, like, not oh, carrying yeah. the weight? Really? Yeah, because
0: that's just my own. Yeah, yeah. dude, you think I want to sit there and watch everybody literally beat the shit out of me? I'm doing a ton of laps, and yeah. I'm doing what I can do for me, but, like, because yeah. of how points are structured, I already know. Dude, I'm not an idiot. I love being on this mic and joking around and having a good time. I'm not a fucking moron, right? And, like, I can process things super quick, mm-hmm. and I knew five minutes into it what it was going to look like. Yeah, yeah. Right? When's the last time you saw something, knew how shitty it was going to be, and you still pushed as hard as you could for 24 hours? I can't remember the last time I did, yep. and I knew that's what I needed from it. Yep. You need to hate this. You need to see everybody kick their mm-hmm. shit out of you in points. And not doing one of your strengths and still give all you got. Yeah, right. Now, that's subjective to me. That's what mm-hmm. I was there for. Where I do have like, you know, but then like, hey, if people want to take a couple of shots at you or go out of their way to like say some jokes, that says more about you. A thousand percent. And it does about me because it's like, a thousand hey. Thousand percent right. Oh, you did it. And then you did a second. Hey, f- clearly you haven't. You didn't get what you came for. Because if you're if you have to go around some, you know, if you have to go indirect to make make jokes. Or maybe you're just making jokes. Either yeah. way, I've had conversations with people about that. But if like somebody rubbed me the wrong way or said something, I just politely have the conversation. Yeah. And the one conversation I'm thinking of right now, super cool human, was not that person's intention at all from what they say. But they do understand why I was like seeing it and taking it the way I was seeing and taking it. They understood. They were super cool that I opened up. They apologized. I said, mm-hmm. no, 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 you're not wrong. Don't apologize. I appreciate the fact that you let me air how Mm -hmm. I was seeing something and didn't judge or anything there didn't you know what I mean like oh come on pussy we're just joking around like no it's not I'm not a pussy I'll punch in the face (laughs) cut it out okay that's not what this is this is me respecting our friendship enough to where like if something rubs me the wrong way could I just let it go to the wayside but it's still in the back of my mind bugging me because I'm creating this like potential false narrative of why they're doing it when maybe Mm -hmm. that's not true at all or just have a conversation with that person Mm -hmm. and that person's like oh no not at all but I see how you how you were kind of like taking it that way, and yep, I definitely know that that's kind of a soft spot for you. And Oh, my bad. No, 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 not your bad. Thank you for letting me air that, and and just allowing me to have that environment to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Made us closer. Me and that person have are closer. Yep. It's not awkward. It wasn't detrimental. It wasn't taxing. It wasn't being a pussy. Well, no, that's not, it that's was something better. Something
1: you showed me, bro. You know, like that Dude. was something you told me. Like I remember super early in our relationship. You would like, not in a negative way, but it was like, hey, come on, bitch. Or like, hey, bitch, hey, bitch. Not all the time. I didn't
0: realize how much I was saying frequ- that word.
1: Frequently enough to where eventually, and, and I I didn't for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. but then had I just addressed it. And of course, I let it pill. And then eventually, per your guidance, I'm like, hey, bro, can we not use the yeah. bitch word anymore? And immediately you're like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, bro. Like, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but. It but,
0: hey, you have a soft spot with that word for whatever reason, yep. and it kind of mm-hmm. rubs the wrong way. And here's my thing, like, not telling someone that you, hey, whether it's a new relationship or maybe a, a relationship from, like, your close circle or, or someone in your close circle knows someone so, like, the relationship's worth it. Not having that conversation and potentially, like, ghosting someone or not having a furthered friendship because you don't want to have a conversation. You're doing it an injustice. Yeah. Yeah. If, because here, Now, if you know someone's deliberately being a jerk, yeah, I'm not saying you got to go have that conversation. Yeah, But if there's, if there's some, some pieces there where, like, maybe they're not, like, they're just learning each other and there are some things that are, like, are a soft spot for you, it doesn't mean that you can't air it and you're just – and here's the other thing. Just because someone isn't doing something on purpose doesn't mean you're just supposed to take it. Ah, oh, they don't mean any harm. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it on purpose so you don't say anything. No, Eventually, true. they're going to keep doing it to a point where it does bother you and then you do snap. And then it is fucking awkward. Yep. Versus respect it, respect yourself, respect that person, and just have the conversation, right? But so so
1: if, Especially if you respect the person, you have to have the conversation. You have to. If it's someone that I don't respect or don't like, I just won't be around that person. Correct. For, for a person like me, I may not correct somebody like that. I'm just not going to put myself around you. Mm-hmm. To me, it's more energy to correct you and have that conversation when, man, I'd rather just not even be around you, you know?
0: If it's a person that's not worth being around. If it's a person not around. imagine worth being if you around, didn't yeah. have that conversation with me, dude, and then we're not in business because, like, I, yeah. I rubbed you the wrong way and you knew I didn't mean it, yep, yep. and you think that that's just who I am, and eventually you just grow away from me. We wouldn't have everything we have right now. Or if
1: it's someone you'd rather not be around, but you have to be around them, if it's your fucking boss, if it's yep. somebody at your work, have the at conversation. Work, give, have them the conversation. G- yeah.
0: give them the opportunity to take it and run with it or fuck it up. Yep. But either way, that person's response will give you more context of what to do. You don't necessarily know what to do yet there. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there, take the extreme ownership, have the conversation and making sure you're appropriate mm-hmm. and, it, and it's and in it's, and, and, and your approach, their responses will give you more context mm-hmm on okay where do i go from here how do i navigate man
1: this, this is this is setting boundaries 101 and just setting expectations 101 because this goes all the way back to the the rowing situation mm-hmm. nothing was insulting
0: well so no not no but this, the rowing's a little separate
1: but but also, it's just that having that conversation. Hey, something, I'm feeling this right away.
0: Well, and I've borderline had it. He'll probably listen to this and make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like we've had some good text messages. And again, it's not him. No. Uh-uh. Not at all. No. Nope. It's me. But but here, so let's, let's get back into that. Yeah. So that's what I learned at Diesel Day. That's mm-hmm. what I needed to take. Hey, dude, you are ignoring things that you know you shouldn't be ignoring. And you're more overweight than you should be. And you're not where you need to be. And this was a great highlight. And it wasn't. My level based off of everyone else's because a lot of people in my life are like, dude, you're strong as shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got a little fat. It's, you know, it's like, no, dude, it's how I feel about myself and where mm-hmm. I think I should be. That's what matters. Yep. So those, those were the things I took away from Diesel Day, everything you've already heard me, me chatter about, right? Cool. We got right into 75 hard just after that, correct? Mm-hmm. Cool. So while we were doing that, you know, we did that hard I do not want to do 75 hard again. No. Hard as fuck. Love you, Andy. Andy. Love you. Andy, (laughs) you motherfucker. Hard, right? Yeah.
1: We'll be ready for it again
0: sometime. But here's the thing. It was a different lesson for me. 75 hard was a life slash business lesson, not the physical form. Diesel day was my physical form. Where can I make improvements? How can I do that? 75 hard was how well do you compartmentalize and how well do you put priorities where they need to go and you get them done when they need to get done and then you're moving into the next thing you're not letting it bleed over yeah. like watercolors when you're painting yeah,
1: you yeah, letting all yeah. this
0: is everything just slippery yeah. So like yeah you're in, like yeah you've got your lanes of your life but they're so casual to the point where like you 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 paint with like a red red water color right and you you throw a line up and down the paper and then you grab blue and you throw it up and down. The, but they start bleeding together because lines are watery yeah. and you work out from okay i'm gonna work out from eight to nine but 8 to 9 turns into like 8.12. That turns into 9.45. Or No, no, I got there at 8. But then I'm <laughs> chit-chatting with people or I'm yeah, wanting to do yeah. extra styles of workouts and it bleeds in. And then I'm slightly late to work, which makes me slightly late to what I'm supposed to be doing, which makes me slightly off with this, slightly off with that. And then that over time is a problem. It is. You cannot be that watery. So when I was going through 75 hard, um, our great buddy, Brian Shantosh was going through one of his challenges, a 100-hour challenge. Well, it was gonna it was going to go more than 100. I think he did go more than 100. And I wanted to be there for him. Nope, he didn't need me there. He's a monster. He does his thing, but I, I really uh, enjoyed being there for him. So I would go up to Boulder every day to support him. And I'm like, cool, hey, you know, part of 75 hard is your second workout. So I'd get my second workout on the trail up there, do my 45 minutes, and cool. The lesson I was learning was like, hey, bro, you can commit to, to Tosh or to anybody or anything. But the tasks for 75 hard have to get done every day. So, cool. You, you want to come, come home at 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning, off the mountain? Okay, well, you still got to wake up at a certain time because you got to get your first workout done. You got to start drinking. You got to get your progress pick done. You got to get your reading done. You got to get all this gallon of water drinking. You got to get a second workout and these things done. So, if you don't sleep, okay. Or if you only sleep two hours a night, okay. But this still has to get done. That was an eye-opener now I was choosing to go there. He didn't mm-hmm. need me to go there. Again, this is not a this isn't a a, a a Tosh thing. This is a me thing. But it was good that I went to go see him because when I felt great, supporting him and watching him just be excellent at what he does. But the second thing is it putting more stuff on myself, exposed how hard I was making seventy five hard on myself. Mm-hmm. It's already hard, mm-hmm. and I was making it even more hard on myself. But that was the eye opener. I started taking those lessons into my life and business of yep. like, okay, do you have windows for things? Are you executing where you need to? Or do 30-minute interviews turn into 45 or hour and 15-minute interviews? Or, hey, you're meeting with an agent and you got 30 minutes for that agent. Did it turn into 45? Yep. Oh, hey, you were supposed to be home at this time to hang out with your kids from this time to this time. Did it run late? It's and so did you stop easy. early? Did you take, you know? But again, all of your, your entire day and your tasks and your life and everything start bleeding together and you kind of get everything done and I'm not saying that you can't let things go over or, or here and there like when it's needed. But your fundamental approach should not be set up that way. Mm-hmm. Like for, like you don't set up law based off of like anomalies. Yep. no. You know, like Outliers exceptions, right? Like yeah. they don't write law off exception. Mm-hmm. It's right like, hey, code of conduct on how to be a person and like just standards and proficiencies on how to like be a good citizen. They don't write those laws off of exceptions. Nope. <coughs> no. Okay, so you shouldn't be approaching your day planning for exceptions. You set yourself up to be fundamentally successful. Mm-hmm. You approach it. You're super assertive. You're super intentional with how you approach it. And then, hey, if exceptions come in and have to happen, if you've been fundamentally sound for so long, you know how to adjust for that for mm-hmm. that exception. Mm-hmm. And then it's one exception, and and you, you do what you got to do. Like sometimes you and I, if a nightmare happens, like a flood in a $3 million home – Hey, with a it. client that just bought that home, guess yeah. what? Things have to stop real yep, quick.
1: Yep. we might not do a podcast. And that then day. we're go- right. Yep. Well, hey,
0: exception, mm-hmm. but exceptions don't derail you. You then, allow your wa- you allow watercolor approach throughout the entire approach of your day and how you're fu- like. It will affect a ton. Mm-hmm. It affects a ton. So for me, seventy five hard was, hey man. You're getting things done every day. You could be a lot more intentional and deliberate with your approach, and you would go much deeper and further in each window and accomplish a lot more. Now, getting back to the row thing. Well, that's now that I've done 75 hard, that I've learned those things, we're getting better with it. Hey, we're, we're out there with, with Andy and Sal and have a fun podcast, and we chat with Sal, uh, and we're, we're, we're working with him, you know, and we, we just got back from St. Louis, for the, you know, for the second time. and Okay. There's things that we need to do in business and scale and the amount of workload that we have right now, is, it's everything that we're, we're well within our realm of talent to accomplish. But this ain't just a conversation about talent. This is like perfecting your craft and being disciplined. Kobe Bryant was talented. He fucking worked hard yeah. and it created something ex- just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I want to be extraordinary, mm-hmm. which means, hey, I'm, I'm talented with some things, Okay. But, man, I've really got to emulate what's going on here and where these guys are at, and I've really got to dial that in with myself, and I've got to be disciplined with what I'm doing. And part of some of that decision-making of having to do is like, no, I can't be a championship rower. Mm-hmm. I can't do some of these because I don't know how long that workout's going to take me, and I, I, and I don't even know the next ones that are coming down the pipeline, so I don't know when I can implement the rower into my workouts if I'm waiting for that person to send me the workouts. I've got to just do what i got to do with the rower or pushing a sled or sprints because I need to put it into this hour window. I'm here at this time, and I'm walking out the door at this time because I've got these things prior to it that I'm committed to with my family and what I'm doing, and I've got these things with business and life that I'm committed to, and here's the caveat. That window is working for me. Yep. If it was not working for me, then you got to restructure, but it is working. Mm -hmm. My 15 minute hit is doing well. The way to work out that that I do, I am enjoying it. It is working coupled with my diet and where I make decisions. Cause it's also the decisions you make the rest of your day that affect that your diet, your water intake. Well, I'm getting dialed in. So it's like, it's hard for me to want to go the extra mile and impress that person or crush that world when it's going to require more time. And mm-hmm. I got to go, hey, I'm not in it for that mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: because it's going to take away from something else. And if I let that watermark start bleeding into something else, where does that stop? It comes in quicker than you think, and your oh, yeah. day starts getting watered down more than you think if you're not taking control. But here's the deal, man. Like, I do want to be great, and I do want to be extraordinary in business and in life, and health and fitness is one of them. My career is not that, right? Right but it's a priority for me. Mm. But there's other things that you and I are on a mission to do right now that requires my time, my energy, my compartmentalization, and where my focus is at when I'm doing it. And you got to be there. So Mm -hmm. these are all great lessons for us to learn as we scale. But this is what I'm talking about to you guys. is like I'm not giving myself an out on something. If anything, it's like I've got to draw that line and keep myself dedicated to everything else that we're doing. And, again, the caveat is that what I've designed is working. If that window I gave myself wasn't working, this would it would be a different conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's working, right? Yep. So it's like, man, you and I are getting a lot more clear direction and decisiveness with how we organize and structure our day and dude, we've got twice as much going on than we did uh, a year ago, yet we handle it better. How? How can you have twice as much going on but you almost have more free time with family or mm-hmm. more something? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's all in how you it's all in your ability to develop your systems and processes yep. and how you're and approaching your day everything. and then how you execute. Yep. And if my, Sticking hey, if I got to be at the gym at this time and I don't want to be, who, who the fuck asked if you want to? Yep. But these are the, now, these are what I'm setting up for myself. It's yep. not the whole expectations that I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm accountable to. That's a different story, right? These are structures and processes I'm putting in place for myself, but they're working. The only thing that I struggle with every once in a while is like, yeah, if someone wants to say a joke and like, you feel like there's a little plug in there, like there's, you, know, like there's, there's like a, a hint of truth, and it's like, hey, we got to have that conversation because I'm not trying to be world-class this. Mm-hmm. I'm this, and I'm using this for this. and hey, you know what? It's really easy for you guys to joke at me when we're talking your wheelhouse. But God forbid if I say something over here, dude, different conversation, right? And yep, like, yep. Now, I also need to say that that's also like not necessarily true. That's the narrative you think. Like you have that narrative that you think somebody's throwing a low blow to you, even though they're disguising it with a joke. Could that be true? Yeah, and I think I know people pretty well. However, it could also not be true, which is exactly why I say have a conversation with someone. Yeah, yeah. Don't just create these false. If narratives they're in worth your head.
1: having a conversation with, because yep. if you're going around trying to like convince everyone around you that you're not this thing that they maybe think that you are. That's exhausting and just not worth energy. And there's there's 100%. this extra layer of, and I've I've noticed that I go too far with this, um, just like it's easy to go too far on the other way. There's this extra layer of just not giving a fuck. You know, if there's people that, you know, during this conversation where may, maybe somebody's listening and they're like, no, you are giving yourself an out. You have to be able to in your head. And
0: here's my thing.
1: Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Don't f- give yeah. a fuck.
0: look. The only reason, if you're giving a fuck what other people think, maybe it's because it's true that you really are, or you just ha- you don't have enough self-respect and enough self-discipline to like keep, just understand where you're at here. But I promise you this, man, if, if people are bothering you or, or getting at you, and it's something that Andy talks about a lot, imagine that person in 10 years and where they're going to be, and then yeah. wh- where you could be in 10 years if you just get dialed in. Are you going to give a shit about what that person's saying if you could see you where they're at in 10 years? You can't. But that's the hard part. You don't necessarily know. But the bottom line is the, the more you have integrity with yourself and the more you know you're doing your part with what you want to do and your goals and your business, the less those things affect you. Mm-hmm. And when they do affect you from someone, the more benefit of doubt you give someone versus attacking. Yeah. Yep. But you got to get what you came for. Like, so let's take this outside of the fitness world. right? We're using a lot of that because you and I have done some of that stuff this year. And we come from the fitness world. Take it into like a, you go to a real estate convention mm-hmm. or you go to some Tony Robbins convention. Did you get what you came for? Or are you just there kind of like taking it all in? Like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't think, my opinion. Because so, and we've seen this, dude, how many people do we know? They've read every book that's ever been fucking talked about in self improvement and entrepreneurship. They've gone to every convention we've ever, even ones I haven't even heard about, all of them. But then I talk to them and I'm like, you're not doing a goddamn thing. No. You know, and it's like, hey, why do you keep going? Like, what are you going for? It's
1: it's a drug. It's a high. They're going for the high. Fine. That's the
0: answer. But maybe, but the problem is maybe they don't know that. Maybe they they do get that dopamine dump. Yeah. But you got to know. You got to know in your own mind, in your own head, when you're talking to yourself that you're not getting shit done. Okay, that's fine. Just identify it. But then you really got to dive into yourself and like, hey, I'm going here. What am I like? Can I get what I came for? What am I going for in the first place? What am I looking for? What am I trying to accomplish? Because you'll be that much more deliberate and that much more focused on obtaining the knowledge or listening in the first place, man. And it's the same thing with relationships. I don't mean you just have relationships to take. That's not true. Value-add and you give. So relationships are a little different, but events, man. You, you careers.
1: Should, you should be asking yourself, before you do anything, before you say yes to anything, before you say no to anything, what is my intention here?
0: And sometimes your intention is like, hey, maybe there's not a benefit except for I'm just gonna give, and that's okay. Because it feels one of the most selfish things you could ever do is give because it feels that good. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's almost selfish. If you've ever given, genuinely given with no expectation, just genuinely given to people who need it or friends or people you feel deserve it. And there's no other expectation. You're not doing it to get some post on social media or to have that person tell everybody in your family what you did. Like, it's just straight to give and make someone feel a certain way. Dude, it's borderline selfish if you knew how good that felt. Yeah. That's
1: that's why it's such a great thing. Yeah. It really is because it's just like. But uh, what do
0: you give to yourself? Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah.
1: No, it, 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 it's funny you say that. Like. Giving, it, it is one of the most selfish things because it feels fucking good. It but does. But only done in the right way. It has to be. Which is what makes giving so great because it wor- if everyone had that mindset and everyone gave with no expectation, everyone would be feeling so much better. And yeah. I don't know, like relationships dude, would just be different than they are.
0: Here's some advice for folks out there. if Unsolicited, unless you're listening to this. You're oh, it's solicited. You're you your clicking on this
1: podcast. It's solicited.
0: Give yourself something. Uh-huh. Give yourself honesty. Give yourself encouragement. Give yourself forgiveness. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy to get, like, let's just use real estate. Instead of fitness, well, maybe we'll correlate it back to fitness. Or just maybe not any any field. It's very easy. If you get around people you respect, it's very easy to want to get consumed with their powerhouse, their wheel. Right? And want to produce and want it like, for example, like when we talk to people in real estate, mm-hmm. you get around the podcast, you get around some of the guys that are around, it's like, it's super jazzy. Let's use first form. Mm-hmm. Andy, Andy's Frisella, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Super, those dudes are so high level. They want to keep accomplishing more, right? But they're high level. You walk into first form, oh, it's very easy to want to be that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you knew the work <laughs> until, it took. Yep, until. You might change your mind. However. Yep, yep it might be hard to change your mind because you think you're letting people down. The reality is, if they're good people, you're not letting them down. The only way you're letting people down around you that you're working with or that are in your, in your family is not being honest with yourself and honest with them. I promise you, if you don't want to be that level, but somehow you're close to Annie Frisella and he's giving you energy and it, it's really not for you, and you just don't know how to say it, so you keep trying to to do it per se. Like that would bother him way more than being honest, right? Like, or I, I can only imagine. Like
1: you can see that shit from a mile away too.
0: Well, sometimes, sometimes I, know, I don't know. But like, the, the bottom line is, you can get caught up with your friends,
1: dude. Just trying to play a role. Just
0: some of our friends. Yeah. You can almost talk yourself into an endurance challenge because of like watching your like watching some of the guys that we know like and respect. Watching Tosh and certain guys crush, you get around that environment enough.
1: Yeah, you wanna be involved. You wanna be involved. You're
0: part of something like, dude, you could borderline talk yourself into a fucking thing and then, all right, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna train for it. Yeah, that's what happened fuck. to
1: me. That's literally what happened to me. Yeah, but
0: like, <laughs> and then you do it and then you're like, oh. Yeah. So what you really have to do is like, hey, it, encourage your friends, encourage your family, like whatever their powerhouse, like a lot, but you need to have that conversation with yourself is like, hey, like for example, the gym. I love weights. Do I want to be a bodybuilder? No, but it's very easy to get caught up in that, and mm-hmm. before you know it, you're you're acting like it, and you're putting effort toward it, and then you're 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 counterproductive for yourself. You kinda, Possibly, you yeah. kind of let it get the better Versus Possibly, like, oh, yep. I like the training. Yeah. I don't necessarily like all the drugs and the nine pounds of food and the whatever yeah. I need to do. Oh shit! Like, right. So you just have to be. You, you don't want to like get too consumed with like the atmospherics of something. Versus like, hey, is this? Does this? work in the direction of my goals, of who I want to be, and then what I'm out mm-hmm, to accomplish. Mm-hmm. For me, dude, there's a, we have a lot of goals, and mm-hmm. uh, they start and end with who you and I are as people. And I'm getting dialed in with where I need to, like, dial myself mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. not only physically and mentally, but then with everything else we're doing with our days. And it's like, hey, I'm, I feel good about that. It's just knowing... When to have the when and how to have mm-hmm. the conversations to let people know. and then this is something I took from Sal Frisella, you know meeting him and enjoying him. He's really good with who he is mm-hmm. and so that's something that he was you know I, I don't know how long I was in that dude's office the first time we met, but something I really took away from him was like, man, he's just okay. With who he is. not, And that's not that's not his cop-out to, like, not work hard or give himself a cop-out and, like, quit something. It's like, no, it's like he knows what he's in things for. He knows where he's committed. Yeah. And he's okay to say either he has the time or he doesn't. And, like, that, you know, and he's dialed in. And, like, I took a lot from that because it's like, hey, I might not be crushing the whole physical world like endurance athletes. And I love watching them. And maybe they are better at their rower than I am. But... I'm still getting after it every day with my physical and my diet and my mental, like, no, I'm crushing for what I need to crush for me. And I'm also crushing our business and everything else that we're doing, which makes me feel even more good. But again, yeah. it's like, if I'm just comparing myself to the dudes in the physical can't. world, <sighs> yeah. Oh man, I can't keep up. I got to put more time in the road. I got to put more, more in it's like, Hey dude, that's can't not your fucking people. world, man. I like,
1: can't look at other people. Again, me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, but, sometimes, again, when those are your friends in that world, like, can they say a couple jokes that kind of feel like there's a little bit of truth behind it? It's like, hmm, it makes you think. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. well, that says more about them than it says about you because it's like, hey, they won't even talk about their goals outside of this to you. And if they were to, it's like, oh, because, dude, you you and I have a handful of mutual friends now that we help with business, correct? Mm -hmm. And how many times have I talked to you about somebody no call, no showing a fucking Zoom call Mm -hmm. to build their shit? Yep. Are they taking you serious? Do they respect your time? Do they respect who you are? Right? And like, oh, well, they treat you like shit because they're just getting to know you. Fuck that. Yeah, the, no. I don't like that. Yeah. Hey, give people respect, man, until they until they lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the person that, like, I need to treat you like shit. Yeah, same. Until, like, I value you enough for yeah. what you can do for me. To, okay, now I'll be nice to you. No, right, man. Right. I'm going to be super kind and respectful to you from the gate. And if somehow along the way you lose that, that's on you. And then we just politely part ways, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, We're super dialed in a lot of things that we do, and we've offered a lot of help to a lot of people that either overlook it or disrespect it and don't show up for it. But then we'll be talking about this world. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, nothing correlates to business except fucking business. Mm -hmm. So if someone's out there that's high speed at something and they think there's a lot of fundamentals and principles that correlate to business, maybe. Go do it. Go build a business we're around not. It? No, we're no, no. I'm saying but like yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. the model. If that's what you want to do. Or somebody's yeah. gonna talk to you in that manner. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is this is how this could could help you and all this stuff. Yeah. Go do it. Most people don't know Jocko was a lender. Yeah. He was. Right? It's not this like whole ensline front, these dudes are just, hey, yeah, we're a bunch of socom dudes and like our world can help you teach your business world. No, hey, fun fact, the dude built a business yeah. and proved it. Because not only is he teaching other businesses, he has his own business that is literally derived from all of those principles, Mm -hmm. right? And then prior to that, the dude was a lender and crushed it. So he went into the corporate world with certain principles and fundamentals and showed it worked, not just said this world talks to that world. He showed it worked. Funny thing, we're doing the same thing. I don't get to talk about anything I've done with police work or military or anything else that I've ever done and say like, oh, man, so many of these traits correlate to here. Dude, you're probably right. But until you do that in business, it's hard for people to like relate. It's just an or idea. Correlate. At that like point, don't yeah. don't build a business talking about business. You've kind of build a business. If that's so, like this is also where things get watered down or things get mushy, right? Like professional athletes, super high speed military dudes, endurance dudes, anything. Like a lot of outside stuff can come in mm-hmm. and be very valuable in business, but like. That person who thinks that that's true, you've got to go do that, right? Or like you don't have you don't have that spot to stand on. And I will politely, if you if it's getting solicited to me, I will politely tell you that. I don't. i right. So getting what you came for, like the relationships you have, like just be careful when you're giving people advice, yeah. Or you're you're coming off or puffing chest, like you know what you're doing, because in the the culture, like no, you don't. Now a lot. No, you don't know what you're doing, and you're no call, no showing. And you're doing other things that are completely unprofessional and you're you're completely treating people a certain way. Oh, until you realize how big they actually are and how much they have value Mm -hmm. for you. Oh, so now all of a sudden you're nice to them. Is that person still going to be in your corner? It's interesting. And again, I'm I'm speaking a lot here and I'm getting a lot out there for people to think about. I'm not necessarily addressing anybody specific, but these are all real that you and I have had and we take it on the chin and we don't say a fucking word about it. We don't throw anybody under the bus and all good. But, like, you got to understand, like, you start working around dudes that are, like, really good at what they fucking do, that behavior is not tolerated, and you're you're actually burning bridges that could be around for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of our listeners, young 20s, 20 to 25, when you're in that stage, guys, and you haven't done, you know, have any significant, like, business accomplishments, any significant, like, physical, you know, just, you just haven't accomplished a lot at that point. Now, not talking to everybody, there's some dudes that are 23 that have been all around the fucking world doing crazy shit. However... The stuff that Will is talking about here is coming from a place of experience, a place of knowing himself, having had multiple accomplishments, multiple failures, knowing himself, right?
0: Let me tell uh, you this. I th- know enough to know I don't know shit, except for, like, w- where I feel like we've been successful in lanes. It's because there's something there that says so. It doesn't yes. matter how much I thought I knew about business.
1: Evidence. Yeah, a Our track ma- record. And
0: I'm being a little bit more assertive and a little bit more, like, just upfront with everybody right now. So please take it as that, right? It's isn't attacking anybody. I didn't. I didn't open my fucking mouth with how we were training agents and what we were what we were executing on until we hit top one percent in the world with Berkshire, and then that following year we hit top 05 percent with Berkshire. Yeah, right? So those proof. Are, you got there's proof. There's those trophies up there, right? I didn't. I got to work.
1: Proven. People yes. were
0: valuing us and they came around us to be on our team. Yep. And I gave those people my time, and I gave them a value out of where I felt I could help them improve. Mm-hmm. And we executed. Yeah. And then we hit certain accomplishments not to gloat about them. Very rarely do you hear about those. I'm saying those right now to give you context of the fact that, hey, there's things out there that say we've accomplished stuff, mm-hmm. which means it gives, you, it gives you confidence while still having the humility to speak to stuff because, like, yes. hey, we, we have earned that. We are doing some things right. But here's what that gives us permission to talk about. Mm-hmm what we've done. So how we got to top 1%, how we got to top 0.5%. I'll teach you those things. If you want to be a top 1% business, but you have a different approach than what we've done. I'm not your coach. I'm not a coach at, anyway. I'm still in the game. I'm still an entrepreneur, but what I'm getting at is, Hey, if you want to do real estate, for example, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You want to go buy a bunch of Zillow leads and do something that we don't do. I'll introduce you to somebody that crushes that world. We've mm-hmm. got friends that do 800 deals a year and they crush Zillow. You want to? Yep. L- I will. I will literally be humble enough to not try to be egotistical yep. and land grab and have somebody on our team because oh, I can make money on their deals. Knowing I'm not for you. If we're ever on this podcast or in front of anybody anywhere, and we're teaching something, it will be in the lanes of the tools we've built, how we've executed them. Period. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we can speak to. So, like, as you grow, as you become successful, please don't think that you running a four-minute mile lets you speak to business. Please don't think that something successful in business lets you speak to something else in business. It's not true. Like, don't drink your own Kool-Aid. And maybe it sounds like I'm drinking my own. I, I hope it doesn't. But I promise you, like... Success is an interesting thing because mm-hmm. it, you do start thinking no, thinking that you know more than maybe you do. You've got to continue to put yourself around people that are extremely ex- excellent and better than you mm-hmm. because without them s- even directly saying it, you'll know. You don't know what the fuck yeah, you're talking yeah. about real quick when something comes up that doesn't involve you. And that's, you know what you do? You shut up and you listen.
1: That, that's where I think a lot of people that may be in that younger demographic that are listening, that's why, like, I just want to make sure to point that out so you guys don't go out there and you start telling people to shut the fuck up and you don't know me and I know what I'm doing. It's and not about that. It's not about that. Like, you know who
0: you should be saying that to? Yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Tell yourself to yep. shut
0: the fuck up. Yep. Sit down. Have a conversation with yourself about what matters, mm-hmm. right? What's important to you, what your goals are, how can you achieve them? Yes, mm-hmm. there will be some things physically and mentally that you should be doing with your individual that will help you in business and with relationships to help you better. You've just got to get dialed in on what's important, what matters. And you've got to be able to make sure that you're being super intentional with the time that you mm-hmm. give in order to be successful everywhere.
1: Yeah. And, and and understanding phases like we're in this phase now, like when I first started off in business in, you know, my 20s, uh, it, Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Hey, say yes. I'm not saying no to anything. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get as much experience, as many opportunities under my belt as I can. So I'm not saying no to people. Um, If it was something that was clearly distracting me from my goal or take me down a wrong path, of course, you know, you've got to recognize when to say no to that. But right now we're in this phase to where, man, we've had, you know, a lot of experience in business. We've shut up for a long time. And I and that, still shut up. Yeah, we still do. We and still maybe do.
0: Maybe you don't see that. Cause well, you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right? But like, here's the deal. Even off this podcast in business with what you and I do every single day, there are things that we do great with man. Like mm-hmm. I'm super okay to shut the fuck up and, and to listen and to absorb. But when it's, it's my time to get into the game. Hey, when I'm at bat, it's my time to stand in the box and watch that pitcher throw, throw ball. Mm-hmm. That, is that where you would like me to be humble? Is that where you would like me to acknowledge how excellent this pitcher is? I will respect that pitcher's mm-hmm. ability. I'm not going to overlook anybody, right? And I'm using an analogy right now. But should I just be so humble and not ready to pull the trigger and execute that I just I don't take the bat off my shoulders and hopefully I get walked, but instead I get struck the fuck out? Or, hey, do I need to fucking get up there and, and hit the ball to the gap and get a double and have enough confidence that says, hey, not only am I good at this, but it's my turn. It's my time to be in the game. This is what I do well. Not only should I perform, people would benefit from me stepping up and performing. And it's just having the, the poise and, and emotional maturity to understand when it's your time to play and get after it and execute. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to get to work, mm-hmm. when it's time to listen, and when it's time to just converse with someone because you're brainstorming. you got to understand different phases, but yep. you really need to know yourself and how to get after it. And, it, and again, it's ever-evolving because, guys, I know it sounds silly when I'm talking about my workout – and wanting to crush the rower or do certain things, but knowing it's counterproductive, like, hey, I'm hitting my goals, but I really want to impress someone or do something, and I almost tell myself, oh, am I giving myself an out? Like, I'm getting all stressed out about it versus, like, hey, falling back on the fundamentals on what matters and what you're in it for. And, again, like, the reason why I'm sharing some of my vulnerability today on some of my challenges and some of the things I'm currently doing is to give you examples to not only help you with your own, but then to also show you that, hey, we're st- that never ends. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Andy for and Sal for on the podcast today. They were, they had Ed lead on, they were still talking about, I gotta fear.
1: listen to that one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: Ed seems like a cool dude yeah. and obviously Andy and Sal super great dudes, right? They were talking about fear, but then what fear does to them? And you're like, Oh, and then here I am talking about my, me rowing, you know, and someone could easily go like, okay, well you row, Oh, so you hit 15 minutes. All right. So what's the next, what's an extra 15? What's an extra 17? What's an extra 16 minutes? You don't understand. Not only does it bleed out of my window, it takes up my thought process of just making that decision in the first place. And where does it stop? I've got to be where i got to be. And if something's working, like, you need to recognize that as well. Like, hey, why am I even allowing that to go further in the first place? What yeah. am I in it for? Right? And assessment. assessment. It's like, man, I thought I was getting into that for, like, yeah, it's helped me, give me a little bit of help and kind of get me started. But then before you know it, I'm, like, attached to some Naval Academy training. Hey, thanks, but, oh, shit, like, hey, am I overly committed to something that I'm, I'm not really committed to? Like, one, I don't have a desire to do that. I just don't have a desire to do however many workouts from this. I got a desire to lose weight and perform well on a, on a rower. I have no desire to increase my capacity so I can go look at the Olympic trials. I'm being facetious. Mm-hmm. But you see what I'm saying. I don't even have a desire, which means not having the desire. You're going to have conflict there. Even if you had the time. If you don't have the desire to do it for that, you're going to struggle with it. And
1: there's a lot of people that feel that way in business to where they're like, hey, I want to pay my bills. Dude. Like, I I don't want to build something crazy. Bro, I'm so glad you said that. I'm
0: like jazzed up right now. I'm so glad you said that because how many times have we told realtors, hey, you don't have to do this. Everything that you're seeing that we're doing, now that you're starting to see some of the workload to it, hey, we understand it's okay for you to say no once you start getting exposed to it because something might look awesome, but mm-hmm. when you see everything that's required, you're stressing yourself out of letting us down or, oh, I'm letting myself down. When in reality, you just need to be honest with yourself happens. and go, hey, doing 14 deals a year and having time for your family and this and this and not building this crazy company and doing a thousand deals a year. Yeah. Hey, now that you have some context, it's oh, and we literally, I can, physic- I can see somebody get physically lighter, just people in my head mm-hmm. right now I'm remembering, mm-hmm. from our accountability meetings. Mm-hmm. I literally feel like I physically watched them get lighter as I was giving them permission to say, "Yeah, hey, it's okay not to do this. What mm-hmm. I'm here for is whether you want to do one deal a year or 500 deals a year. I want you to be professional and proficient and kind and confident. And execute and take care of people. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. How far you, if you want to take everything you've learned and build a team and scale, awesome. And if you just want that for you, knowing whether you're doing that one deal or two deals or 500 deals, that you are that, right. and you take care of people that well and you execute that well. I'm here to give you those tools. How far you take them, completely up to you. Yeah. What I'm also here for you is to get you to understand, now that you're seeing some of the context on what's involved, it's okay to do your 14 deals a year, make 200 grand a year, have a great time with your family, have a hobby, have something else. And do they literally, mm-hmm. they look like they physically get lighter. But let me be clear when it comes to myself and the conversations I have with myself. I'm here to win. I'm not here to play golf. I'm not here to go to the Cayman Islands. I'm not here to go to the fucking What's your win,
1: though? What what's winning to you? Because some people their win yeah. is playing golf okay. and paying their bills.
0: Great. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Super insecure, Eli. Maybe you like <laughs> golf. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> My version, right? Like, hey, there's things that we're accomplishing in business. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like vacation. It's not that I don't like the Florida Keys. I understand phases mm-hmm. as in, hey, these are your goals with your family yeah. and your business and where you want to have your family and your business and how you want to set that up. mm mm-hmm. You start seeing the requirements okay well are you committed to that or not yes I'm committed because that's my goal in business and that's how I want to influence other people and that's where I want to help people as mm-hmm. a leader and here's where I want to be you start looking at those then you start you clearly start seeing the work that goes into it and I'm committed to it hmm which means I don't get to eat the cake right now yep. I don't get to go to the 40 keys right now mm-hmm. and if I do get time with family Do I have to travel out of state and make it a whole fucking week thing, or could I find things to do on the weekend more often but less travel time Mm -hmm. to still get quality time with my family? Mm -hmm. Is my family on board and supportive with what we're doing? Right? Like, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. And those discussions you should have with your family. But the Mm -hmm. bottom line is I know the work, and I see the path. I see where we're at. I see what's required of me, and I'm committed because these goals of what we have fucking matter to me Mm -hmm. more than the work that needs to be put in. So I'm in it.
1: And you and I, like, we work well because our our win is the same. Like, we have the exact same, like, just goals and, and structure and just understanding of that. And the reason I bring that up is because that's the whole guy thinking he wants to be a bodybuilder. And, man, you should ask yourself, what's a win for you? You know, is it paying your bills, putting a little bit in your IRA so you have something when you retire, and vacationing twice a year and going and playing golf? Like, if that's your win... Hey, 100% okay. 100% okay. Everyone's win is going to be a little bit differently. But don't feel like, hey, I need to say this is my win, but then
0: show the actions Well, over and why here. Why are you saying it? Because, dude, I, and it's like I haven't been there before. Mm-hmm. You don't think I want to, like, be Olympic qualified on a rower to – Show my buddy something. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but, dude, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not in it for that. And yeah. it's also going to take away from what I am yeah. in life for, right? Like, right. So, it, dude, I'm not saying it's not hard. It is hard to, to, to counter. It's not hard, dude, to have the conversations or ignore people you don't like or don't respect. But people that are close to you that believe, like, yeah, dude, of course. Of course I would love to be on some 48-hour endurance challenge with a couple of these friends of ours. Because I know the camaraderie it builds. I know just those moments you're going to have with that person. You're going to have a, 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 like a shared moment with someone that no one else is going to have. Yeah. I also understand you can't just get caught up in wanting to do that with that person without recognizing the work that goes into it. And Hey, if you're in that for that, like, does it take away from everything else that you're doing? And are you really in it for that? Or is it just a, is it just a facade of the memory? Mm -hmm. It's a facade. And Hey, but what about all the other memories you have with that person? You already are special to that person. So, why are you trying to, like, force yourself to make more of something that doesn't need more of something? It's already special for what it is. But those are conversations you have to have with yourself because it was not that person that put anything on me. It was me not having the conversations with myself and not addressing certain things and just wanting to perform and just yeah. not allowing the thought process to take its course. Now it is. Now it has. Cool. But, like, dude, it is kind of hard.
1: Mm-hmm. It, you yeah. know, but
0: you've got to navigate. And, again, people that are people that are around you that support, like, they know you're not giving yourself outs unless you are. But I, me, it's like, hey, even if someone says that, it's like, man, I'm cool if you say that because you have no idea. Even people super close to us, bro, they have no e- – dude, even our wives, bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. No one has no idea mm-hmm. the level and the layer and the depth and mm-hmm. the volume of everything we're doing right now at the pace we're doing it to get where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Man, it, and I don't expect them to know, but it's also awesome. no. but. I don't. They don't owe me anything, and I don't expect them to know. But I do take that into consideration when you're jabbing me or wanting to poke a little bit of fun or wanting to, like, you have your opinion. It's like, hey, your, your opinion is super limited, and I love you, and you're one of the closest people to me. However, right, like, like let's just use my, like, my significant other. She does not give me business advice, not because she's not smart, not because anything, because, dude, like she's not in everything we're doing. And if she ever gave me advice in business because she felt obligated because we're together, I would say, hey, I feel super bad that I haven't articulated well enough <laughs> that you don't owe me that. Because that's, that would be me putting this terrible expectation on you to speak to something that you have no context of. Now, that's a conversation for a close one. Other people that think they're doing us good by saying something mm. to us, even close people around us, bro, you kind of just have to smirk and take it on the chin knowing, hey, dude, you have no idea what mm-hmm. we're in right now and how well we've become successful. And, and, it, it.
1: and it shouldn't even fucking matter. Like here is if someone told well, me matter, as, as long it as it does matter
0: because I care about the person advice, I see if, what you're if saying. You like, care like, about if advice shouldn't person. even matter. Well, because I care about the human. If you care. Here, here's they a, matter no matter what, here, so I'm, a, no matter what they say yeah. to me, it's going to hit me in my feels.
1: Here, here's a good example. As long as you guys know your truth, whatever that is. Hey, I know I'm not giving myself an out. Hey, I know myself and I know me not carrying this weight is for this reason. Someone could tell me the sky is green. I'm not going to get upset with that person because I know the sky is blue, right? And like, hey, dude, the sky, look at the sky, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not going to care. However, if it's my good buddy and he's like, yeah, look at the green sky to my, What the fuck did you say? (laughs) Yo, bro, that guy's not crazy. You fucking crazy, you know? It's like that's why knowing your truth and knowing who you are and knowing your real intentions is so 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 critical because it's so easy to not care when someone just says something that is not true.
0: Well, and here's my thing too. People will listen to this. And that's and I and man, like I was talking to a buddy last night on the phone who's a is was in a pretty close circle with us, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm growing like a new relationship a new friendship with him and he's awesome. And we spoke about a lot about just this right here. And he's like, man, you guys is content. You guys are jazzing me up in like a different way where I just haven't been jazzed in a long time. Mm -hmm. And that was super cool. But we also were able to shed some light on some similarities we had and just some other some other things, man, because you and I talk in private. (coughs) And like, let's just be honest, dude, there's relationships that we kind of have around where we kind of, hey, we pour into them and they're good people. And we've met these people through people. Mm -hmm. But how many times has that person shit on me? Like, when I talk about no-call, no-showing, I'm serious. When I talk about blatantly not listening to where, like, something unsafe happens on a range, problem. When I talk about being rude to me in front of my family, problem. Mm -hmm. All right? So, like, now, did I emotionally react and get all weird? Nope. Mm -hmm. Did I go tattle on that person to my other friend? No. Mm -hmm. Hey, I handle it with me, Mm -hmm. and I digest it, and I try to figure out, hey, why that person's in a place of where they're at and just understanding, like, allowing some things to come into fruition to see if there's some change and there's been change, right? But that change, I think, came around because the more you get to know us, the more you start seeing what we're doing and you start seeing our value add, oh, now you'll be nice to me. But I also understand that that's not necessarily malicious. They're just Mm -hmm. making a correction. So why am I talking about all this today? I'm talking about all this today because I I encourage and I empower you guys to have, have a voice with yourself. Know what's okay to take and not okay to take. Know what you're in things for. Know what you're not in things for. Know when and how to have those conversations and be okay to have those conversations. But you've got to be able to have that self-respect and speak up for yourself. So I'm airing a lot of this today instead of as a knee-jerk reaction and an emotional response to someone else where even if I had a right to check them, I don't. Things have changed. Things are for the better. Hey, cool, right? But this is also an opportunity to turn this into a lesson plan. It's also a statement that, hey, I don't get walked on. Right. Like I have a backbone. And if I've taken things that, hey, maybe weren't appropriate, it was my decision to allow those things to continue with the thought that I think they're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And then it's on me to either it either gets better or it doesn't. And when I pull the plug on that, I pull the plug on that. But I battle sometimes man, a little bit with some frustration to where like, yeah, some of the things that we're doing nowadays <coughs> is coming out more. and It's a little bit more public. It's a little bit mm-hmm. more seen mm-hmm. with some of our circle. And people's behaviors are starting to change, and you gotta navigate well, is it their malicious intent because oh, now they think they can get something from you, or is it just that they're inadvertently starting to respect you more because they're knowing more about what you've actually built and they just naturally or or subconsciously start treating you different. You gotta dissect the two because I don't wanna sit here and think that everybody's malicious and just trying to get something from us. I don't want to say that that also makes me sound like we're just we're done, and we're the biggest thing on the planet, not fucking true either but there is those behavioral changes and i what i've done lately is give benefit of doubt that the behavioral changes we've noticed from some of these people that you and i know who i'm speaking about i think it's more subconscious that just the more they've been exposed to the more respect they have for us and it changes their behavior
1: yeah i think so too and just by default man everyone's looking out for themselves you know whether you know it or not like we're just wired that way and most people aren't wired to maliciously do things against other people you know what i mean
0: it's usually baggage from a prior relationship or, uh-huh. or from a prior experience where yeah. like now that's just their that's just their armor
1: or they just don't even know they're just oblivious to a way that they're or acting or things that knows? they're saying
0: which is exactly why you got to have those conversations and give benefit of doubt and just do the best that you can within mm-hmm. but you've got to be true to yourself you got to know what you're in things for mm-hmm. and where you're at and you got to be honest of okay whatever you're in it for and whatever you're committed to is it working Right, because don't sit here and not give your family time because you say you're committed to business, but you're on fucking Facebook for nine hours of your day and you're fucking off doing a bunch of messages or doing other stuff that's not business-related. self-awareness So then when you go home, oh, I can't hang around my kids and I can't be around my wife. Hey, hey, we're just business and we're grinding. Hey, dude, if you gaffed off three hours of your day during the workday and now you can't have three hours with your family at night because you're making up for what you didn't do during the day, that's the shit I'm talking about. no. Like You need to have that talk with yourself because yeah. if you are working at night and there are some things that you got to do that's, that sacrifices some family time mm-hmm. and your family supporting you, you better have the integrity that you're getting after it every single day, also when you already are away from them. And there is no other choice, but I've just got to get some things done at night. Mm-hmm. But if you're gaffing your day off and then you got to make it up at night, hey, man, party foul. This is where the integrity and in the conversation with yourself needs to be in line with what you're committed to don't be telling people you're committed to business and you got to sacrifice all this crap but you're not making you're not maximizing your day and where you are productive Good point right it'd be the same thing with me like with my fitness band. Yeah. hey don't say this whole hour thing and this hit thing and this train thing if one you're not even doing that in the first place yeah, you're not second, doing any of it yeah you're not even doing any of it it's just good to talk about and then secondly yeah. it's not working yep, yep. no but with me with integrity no i am doing it mm-hmm. and it is working And you see me every day. Mm -hmm. You are seeing the effects of it. There is integrity behind it. It was more of me just having to have that discipline with myself to like, hey, we're reaching this next level of success and scalability, and it's hard, and it's going to require more proficiency from you. Not necessarily more time, but your time cannot bleed into itself. You cannot Mm -hmm. have a watered-down day where you kind of get everything done. You've got to be diligent. You've got to be there. This next level is going to require more of you and people that are there have given you respect, Mm -hmm. have given you time, have given you trust, and they believe in you, and they've listened and believe your word, saying that you will. And that is what I've committed to, which means you better cowboy the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Get fucking going. It's
1: true. It's true.
0: Till next time.
1: Till next time, guys. Day $1.0 dollar zero podcast. Appreciate you listening. When are we coming back? We're back Monday. Monday, we got some cool cats on. Yeah, we do. We this do. Be a good time. All right, well, have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for, for listening. We'll see you next time. Out.
0: Oh. This <laughs> is for my team, man. We out here on the come up. Now you breaking chains with the band name Long Cut. Yo, I never was the same once I rode off the lot. Promise Papa on my name. I come back with a lot. Put the music on my shoulders and I climb to the top. Now, been waiting.